This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. All right. Thank you so much and good morning and welcome to our show. Thank you for joining us, everybody. It is the Buzz Adams Morning Show underway for this Wednesday, April 20th, 420. 420 day is here. Marijuana is recreational in the state of New Mexico and has been since April 1st. Man, they're gonna, they, they might have trouble telling which smoke is from the 420 celebration and which smoke is from the McBride Forest fire. fire right. right. I hope they don't get confused. I hope any air fire rescue don't get confused by the clouds of smoke billowing out of New Mexico. Today. Oh no, we dumped water in Laughing Grass Fest. <laughs> Is there a laughing grass fest? Yeah, it's in, in Las Cruces. And um, do you know much about that? Can you describe it to me? It's a marijuana festival uh, that will have vendors uh, that you can purchase things at. Uh, it'll also have food, music, entertainment, and it's uh, you can smoke on, on premises. So, For real? Yeah, it's legal there, buddy. Yeah, I know places where it's legal, but it's almost impossible to to smoke in public. Even where? Places where it's legal. Vegas. Vegas, you can smoke in public everywhere. There's yeah. not one place in public where they, they don't smoke in Vegas. Would you describe it kind of like the Lavinia Wine Fest, where you can go and just get a sample and they give you like a little spit cup full of wine? Is there anything like they'll give you like... Mini joints? Yeah, maybe. like a little sure. mini joint for samples. It's not a bad idea. All right. And that is the Laughing Grass Festival. That's right. Today and tomorrow in Las Cruces, Texas. Thank you, Eric, for letting me know. Las Cruces, Texas. Did we just uh, annex them? Sorry. What happened? Well, basically, they've always been part of Texas. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about on the show. We're going to have neckline calls headed your way. If you want to give us a call in the studio, let me make sure you have the studio line handy because I will have more tickets for the WWE coming up this morning. The telephone number to get in touch with us in the studio is 915-910-4995. That's 915-910-4995. KLAQ welcomes the superstars of WWE SmackDown to the Pan Am Center, and tickets for it go on sale this Friday. The SmackDown show at the Pan Am Center is going to be on on June 11th, and all this week we're going to have tickets to give away during the morning show. The superstars of WWE SmackDown are going to be there, including women's champion Charlotte Flair, the Usos, Drew McIntyre, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Sasha Banks, and many more coming to Las Cruces. And the tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. through the Pan Am Center box office or through Ticketmaster. And you can also win your tickets here on your Rock and Wrestling Connection, 95.5 KLAQ. Let's get a preview of uh, everything that's happening on the show. I'll start off by letting you know we're going to have a true crime report coming up in just about an hour. Uh, True crime headed your way. Nico, news headlines. What are we leading off with in news today? A winter storm has knocked out power in several states. Hundreds of thousands of Americans are without power from the mid-Atlantic to the northeast. Wind like snow and ice and stuff? 
Uh, heavy snow, gusty winds, wow. uh, heavy rain with gale force strength all along the coast. Uh, high high speed winds up to 66 miles per hour. So like also around uh, Cape Cod and Long Island were affected as well. All right. Joanna's going to have entertainment news and Hollywood notes on the way for us. Joanna, what are we talking about today? A British tabloid says Will Smith and Jada Pinkett have barely spoken since the Oscars. Supposedly they've been having problems for years, but it's on a different level now. Oh, man. You would have thought. That it would have brought them closer together? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Possibly. I yeah, mean, what was, he stood up for her. Wasn't it like he did what she wanted him to do? Or? Well, nobody knows whether she said those words to him or not. She, she gave a look and everybody she assumed. She gave a look and everybody, everybody assumed, assumed that's that was meant, the sign for him to go uh, slap nobody, Chris Rock. You know, nobody's heard exactly whether what she wanted, but he did stand up for her in a way, and I don't know why. Maybe she's just really embarrassed by the whole thing. So will she should. Will and Jada survive the Oscar slap? Will they survive? Uh, here's a quote from a so-called source that's in Britain's Heat magazine. Ever since the Oscar scandal, tensions between Will and Jada have been palpable. There have been problems for years, but they're barely speaking right now. <sighs> but I wonder what the relationship would have been like if he'd just sat there and not done anything. That might have been a problem. It might be a real... It was like a damned if you do and damned yeah, if you don't. Yeah, it could be a real right, damned like, if you do, damned if you don't. You know, you don't get up and do anything about it, but uh, I don't know. I, there's a part of me that does feel sorry for Will Smith and all this. Um, we're also going to find out more about uh, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, which is continuing the $50 million defamation lawsuit that Johnny Depp has going against Amber Heard. And guess who was on the stand yesterday? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Who talks just like this all the time. It's like he's doing Mordecai. Can't stop doing Mordecai. Did you see the Johnny Depp movie Mordecai? I did not. Nobody did. <laughs> <laughs> but I did see the last five minutes of it because something was coming on HBO and the end of Mordecai was on it. Wait, you know what? I got to play a little bit of this because... It's hard to focus on what Johnny Depp is saying because what is this his regular voice? Like when he's hanging out with his friends, does he sound like this? If he's ordering at a drive-thru, does he sound like this? Uh, and here's what I'm talking about. Johnny Depp, not from England, right? <laughs> is that an English accent? I don't know. It's like a, kind of like a mid-Atlantic possible wannabe accent but it he's sounds like Kentucky. a put on it sounds like a you think it sounds like what he's from kentucky he's from uh, kentucky <laughs> hmm. all right listen to it again i'm gonna try and start talking like that and see how long it takes for people to say are you trying to sound like johnny depp no, Don't you think that's a weird voice? Yeah, whatever he's doing, it's it's very unique. I don't, I don't know if How I could ever replicate that. How long has this been that. going on? Is it only for the witness stand? If you were to run into Johnny Depp, is this he was what you Captain would Jack Sparrow, the English yes, pirate? Okay, so do you think maybe he got stuck in Captain Jack mode somehow? Like I say, it's hard to digest everything Johnny Depp's saying there, just because it's so. 
What's the word you would use? Uh, like a put I, on, I like an affected affected speech pattern, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's like Elizabeth Holmes sounding like this all the time. Who else did a like became British all of a sudden? Madonna, Madonna. went through a period where she was speaking with a clipped British accent, and, but her she her excuse was, "Well, I lived in England, darling." <clears throat> And forgot that I'm from Detroit. <laughs> uh, all right. So the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial is going on. By the way, just for the hell of it, here's 25 straight seconds of Johnny Depp stammering on the uh, on the witness stand. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. The hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoos. Find them on social media or at Pumping Ink. Dot com. Joanna, where's the location? Dyer and Monroe. Ah, and you know that because I live by Dyer and Monroe. Okay, so you know you know where pumping. <laughs> yeah. Now people know where to find you at Dyer and Monroe. <laughs> uh, here's the biggest story I think uh, in local news: Chopies is opening after being shut down for two years. You guys familiar with Chopies? Uh, no. It is a le- I can't believe Chopis? that you guys have never been to Chopies. It's in La, Mis- La Mesa. I'm sorry, there is a there is a La Mesa, Texas, but this is La Mesa, New Mexico. Watch your mouth, because in my family, Chopies means something different. <laughs> what does it mean in regular Spanish? I thought it was like the, the guy who in opened Spanish, it. In Spanish, it name. means something, but in my family, it's a nickname for something else. Oh, okay. Well, Chopies is open again in La Mesa, New Mexico. Go get your Chopies. Stop. Hey, get your mom on the phone. I'll ask her if she wants to go Chopies with me. You better watch your mouth around my mom. Mrs. Barba's a nice lady. The family-owned Mexican food restaurant has more than a century of history in southern Diana County. This is a uh, report in the Las Cruces Sun News. And I am shocked that you guys have never been out to Chopi's. It's got like a bar right next to the restaurant. The restaurant is kind of in a house. And the bar is this crazy mix of bikers and college students and yuppies and you name it. Where is it or was it? Highway 28. Near Lavinia? Near yeah, La- I passed. Y- have you taken me by, like... Yeah, I've probably taken you and said, there's Chopies. They're shut down, but we should go when they reopen. Yes. <laughs> Adorable. Because Buzz likes to take the super long way to Las Cruces. No, I like to take the quick way to Las Cruces. I like to take the scenic route coming back. Ugh. Through, like, La Union. And I would be like, just please, let's just get home. <laughs> this should be a 30-minute trip. <laughs> He's like, that's Chopies. Uh, There it is. So the owners of Chopies have decided to uh, reopen. Joanna, do you like, do you think you'd like Chopies? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm curious about what it means in your family. I want to know what it means. (laughs) We're going to get some uh, neckline calls. Let's get, you know what? In fact, let's go ahead and get to those. And these are messages that were left for us uh, since yesterday's show. 
on the neckline number, which is 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. You can drop us a message. You could also call us live on the air. Uh, and I have this number handy because I am going to give away some wrestling tickets for the WWE. Win them before you can buy them. They go on sale Friday. Uh, so the number to call in or the number to call when we're giving something away is 915-910-4995. That is 915-910-4995 to call directly into the show. What's up, Mosho? Long-time listener, long-time fan, long-time smoker. No copper, but hey, man, I was thinking... Maybe you guys should come up with like a secret password for the secret super smoke out uh, deal, whatever. I don't know. I'm high. Yeah. <laughs> That's our target audience. <laughs> People are calling about the uh, super secret invitation only 420 smoke 420 out. Smoke out. We're yeah, we're jamming. Hey, what's up, Buzz? It's Chino Holmes. Hey, check it out. I could prove I'm not an arcade because I know Nico personally. And I know he told you a story about that time I got shanked by that coyote over there by an opera or whatever. Anyway, Holmes, I could put him down an arc. I'll pull up my shirt. You can see a stab wound, eh? I never got it stitched up, Holmes. That thing's still tripping in blood, eh? Anyways, let me know the address for the Secret 420 show, homie. See you there, bud. Watch away. Ah, Cholos. Those are my fans. <laughs> Part of the deal was if if we do have a Secret 420 party... Invite people. We got to have some kind of assurances that you're not a narc. Yep. So does that sound pretty good? He can show me where he got stabbed by a coyote. Uh, yep. I know that's. I know that guy. I know that you story. Know, you know the guy. You know the story. <laughs> yes. Not a narc. Definitely not a narc. Hi, Buzz. My name is Rocco, and I'm late to school. And I just wanted to say, have the rest of your day good. Bye. Oh my That's adorable. God. Oh I also love how it's like sandwiched in between these 420 calls. Did, I was holding my breath because I thought the kid. I thought he was, was going to ask for an invitation invite. to the 420. Totally not a narc. He's totally not a narc because he's like he's eight. Like, dude. He's in school. He's making no, something of his the life. The police are getting he's creative like, with their agents. <laughs> all right. Their narcs are not getting younger. At all. <laughs> Oh, man, as soon as I heard that kid's voice, I'm like, is this kid going to ask for an invite to the super Can secret 420 party? My daddy, party? please come to your super secret smokeout. Well, thank you, Rocco. It was great to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Call us again. Hey, morning, show. Uh, something funny that just happened that I thought I would share with you all. So I got my income tax refund, and I said, you know what? I'm going to use a big chunk of it to pay off a big portion of my credit card debt. So I went ahead and made the payment and everything, and I said, you know what? I have this feeling that the fraud department is going to flag it, and sure enough, they flagged it. So I had to call the guys and tell them, hey, um, uh, told me to call you. The app told me that I needed to call you guys. So what's going on? He says, yes, well, we noticed that there was a transaction um, made for a, a large payment to your credit card. So we just wanted to make sure that that was you, sir. And I told the guy, I was like, yes, because um, I'm pretty sure that when the Russians <laughs> My bank account to steal my money. They want to go and use it to pay off my credit card. Yes, I'm, I'm pretty sure that if that was the case, that's what it would be done. <laughs> right. But then he did ask me. He's all. So you did approve this transaction? I was like, Oh my God, are you serious? Yes, sir. Yes, I approve that. That was me. I highly doubt Putin would want to pay off my credit card debt. <laughs> but 
uh, it's amazing how the fraud department works for the banks. And then when they're supposed to catch it, they don't. <laughs> That's a funny little thing that I share with you all. Love the show, guys. Bye. Have you ever been like on vacation or out of town and they shut off your credit card yep. because you're using it in a different city and they and something activates? Yeah. I had all both my debit and my credit canceled in Las Vegas. Me like, too in Vegas. What is going on with that? I was just trying to buy some pizza. And then they said, oh, I got declined. Right. I had to call the bank. Just buying pizza like at the at the non-expensive restaurant inside the casino. You know what I uh, mean? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then they're like, it's declined. So finally. And I was like, there's money in there, I swear. Oh, uh, we saw suspicious activity. You've never heard of people going to Vegas for a weekend? <laughs> That's suspicious activity. And then, so that took up like a full hour and a half of one day of my trip to Las Vegas. But that guy was saying that he was just trying to pay his credit card and they're asking, oh my God, are you sure this is you? They're like, yeah. who the hell is trying to pay your credit card bill? If some third party wants to pay my credit card bill, let them. By all means, let them do it. Pretty nice fraud. Have you ever gone to the bank? To deposit, I know people do direct deposit now. But you deposit a check, but then you want to withdraw like fifty bucks, and they're like, "Oh, we need to see, we need to see your ID." It's like, "Hey, so I'll show you my ID, but in the future, if anybody is nice enough to bring in one of my checks and only take out fifty dollars, I'm cool with that." Do you get what I'm saying? Uh, fifty dollars? You want me to overdraw my checking account? <laughs> okay, I was just giving an example. If you're going to deposit your check and then you're like, oh, give me some, give me 50, there's nothing suspicious about that. I mean, if somebody wanted to cash your entire check, yeah, I see the point of getting that. My bank would be more surprised I'm that depositing you have a check 50, yeah. you know, of over $50. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, Morning Show? Um, just calling you in reference to your, uh, your uh, segment on ding-dongs uh, in the world and the biggest and this and that. Um, have we ever done a study on women's tightness? I mean, we've done a lot of studies on men's um, length and all that, but a woman's tightness, which country or or which uh, people would have, you know, women would have their tightest. I, I mean, I don't know. I'll tell you. Um, Jesus. I, I get what this guy's doing, and I appreciate the way he's doing it. We, there was some study, which turned out to be all self-reported, so that means it's you know virtually worthless, that rank countries by, by penis size. And I think what the guy is saying is, oh, you, it's a joke, and you can laugh about it when you're talking about men's private areas and genitalia. And, but if you tried to do the same thing about women, mm -hmm. you know, it'd be virtually a hate crime, right? Do you think that's the point he's making? Because no, we were making all kinds of jokes about definitely which countries. throwing out that small D energy. <laughs> Wait a second. A loose vagina is a myth. All right, dude. <laughs> Your vagina muscles don't stretch out. In El Paso, there's a lot of out. fat wings and a lot of Arby's roast beef. So oh, I my God. El Paso would be in the bottom 100. But I don't know. That's the thing. I, w I mean, uh, maybe the Amish. The women in the Amish, I don't know. Or uh, the Asian Pacific, uh, well, I don't know. I was, I was just wondering yeah. about that. All right, guys, you have a good day. Yeah, 
We were talking about the. It turned out to be a ridiculous study because they said all of the data was self-reported. So they send somebody in with a ruler to measure their own dingling. Also, but he's making a point. If we were talking about, you know, an intimate part of woman's body, obviously that would be way, way beyond the pale. You mean we don't do that? No. Like we never have a story about which women have the loosest slots in town. <laughs> but also, it's not something that. Gets like guys have been measuring their dinglings for thousands of years, probably. <laughs> like, mine, what, how could how could mine is as large as two spans? <laughs> is that an ancient biblical yeah. term? Yeah, well, I'm hanging five cubits. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Karina, and I want to be invited to your 420 event. Um, you know I'm not a narc because I can tell you right now that if you ask an undercover officer if they're undercover or not, they can answer however they want. That's not a good indicator. So hopefully we get invited. Have a good day. Bye. Oh. Yeah, I think somebody brought that up. Somebody offhandedly mentioned, well, you know, if you ask them if they're a cop, they got to tell you. Apparently that is not true. That is all. not true. The movies lied to us. Yeah. Or the so prostitutes. she's pointing out that that's not true. Yeah. So that's her signal that she's not a narc. Right. What that I she tell knows you, the law. You're right. But that's but even more knowing suspicious. the law seems like that's something so a sense. narc would do. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Nico, what's going on? Today is Tuesday, 4-19, 6.30 p.m., and there's no After Buzz podcast for oh. yesterday or today. Oh, my God. What's the buzz? What's the buzz, Nico? So uh, I put it up, like, at 7 last night, so 30 minutes after he made this call, I put up yesterday's. Also, I put the Buzz Adams one at 7 because <laughs> I forgot to press publish. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so it went up a little later than normal yesterday, right. but it did get up. Yes, it did. Uh, Mondays, Monday? I did not do a Monday Mo Show Classic because I couldn't find the clip I wanted, and um, I was lazy. Honestly, I was just lazy that day. Yeah. Podcast publish alert. Podcast publish alert. Alert. <laughs> publish alert. Jesus. Okay, okie dokie guy. I'm sorry. It's up now. Uh, they'll let you know. Yeah. Who knew people liked it? <laughs> that is the After Buzz podcast, which usually gets put up by 2 in the afternoon. Yeah, I'd say that. It's an afternoon thing. It'll get up that day. You might just have to wait till midnight. What if we gave, like, Okie Dokie Guy your cell number so he could text you? That as sounds awful. He, I don't he, want people pestering me. Pestering you. I'd say he's up? helping you. When's it up, huh? Yeah. Why is it not up yet? Everybody else try to edit that, all right? Yeah. Oh, no, no. The the, the after buzz is easy. No, he, now it's actually... Edit no, now well, I he do. He has music now. now. And yesterday we didn't use the uh, the the in-bed music, and I had to add it later. So that one oh, did, okay. that so did, did take some time. Yeah. Joanna's. What is the Buzz Adams uh, in demand, on demand? On demand. Yeah, on demand. That takes a long time to do. That's very time consuming. Th that takes long. You, do you add a lot of elements to that, Joanna? Yeah. 
Um, and she has to remove There's all the... There's that thing from Duke that goes, it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show oh, yeah. podcast, and then so, the music bit, and then... And then you Joanna, have to remove all of the music that we use. It is a huge pain in the ass for Joanna. Your your thing, I Oh, guess, yeah, way easier. Yeah, oh, no, I'm not even going to try way and compare than. it. No. How about when you do a What the Buzz bi-weekly podcast, Joanna? Is that pretty labor-intensive? It's not as intensive. It's it, It's easier. Yeah, right. But also, you guys are are used to working and manipulating audio. Like I'm still, no, I'm still no, kind man. of getting to you, learn. Somebody, and I won't name any names, but somebody wanted an air check of a live endorsement from like three weeks ago. And I'm like, but they didn't know exactly what day. And I'm like, I don't think they realize what they're asking. I got to go back three weeks and just listen to raw audio. Yeah. Until I find this specific thing. Well, you know what and I think Joanna thinking, showed me was that she keeps a time log of bits sometimes, and I guess three weeks later you're not going to be having that. But no, I have that. Oh, see, you, you could ask Joanna yeah, for the time log. Yeah, sure. But I just wanted to express, you know, like anytime you're going back and dealing, it with takes audio, a lot. It, effort, it, yeah. There's a lot of man hour that goes into it. What's up, Mo Show? It's ODG. It sounds like Nopey Dopey guy <laughs> is missing his front teeth. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I wanted to tell you, y'all should watch out for any dopey crackheads missing teeth. <laughs> I feel like nopey dopey guy might try to attack y'all. He seems unstable. <laughs> but uh, nopey dopey is the perfect name for him. He sounds like a dopey crackhead. <laughs> nopey dopey Muttley. <laughs> That's a good name, man. That chatter who said that. Nopey dopey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he even laughed at the rhyming of his own name to it. <laughs> so that's Okie Dokie. That's the original yeah. Okie Dokie guy. There are a couple Okie Dokie guy imposters, and then there's the anti Okie Dokie guy. Or Bizarro Okie Dokie. No, I like somebody said we should call him the Nopey. Well, Nopey Dopey. Nopey Dopey guy. Uh, this is Okie Dokie, man. And he's a snowflake. Aquí tengo tu snowflake, puto, para que me le chupes, güey. <laughs> corny, you're a corny ass dude, bro. You ain't funny. You're white people funny. You, you, you're the type of dude that says jokes like like Kevin Hart to make white people laugh. And black people make people look at you like, what the hell is he doing? Yeah, no, no, nothing, bro. La pica. <laughs> Okay, first of all, I have never heard somebody call Kevin Hart not, not a great funny or white people, white people funny. funny. He is hilarious to all kinds of people, well, and I can guarantee you that because I've I know people that love him. Oh, I thought you were going to say I've opened for him. No, I've never opened for Kevin Hart, but I know people who know him. And have you ever opened a door for him? No. Okay, that would be nice. Not even that. I'd like to even get. To, I opened for Kevin Hart. The door. Yeah. What's up, Mo Show? It's ODG. Nopey Dopey guy said I was corny and white people funny. Well, guess what, Nopey Dopey? You're part of that corniness now, you old crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> Nopey Dopey. <laughs> Message deleted. Well, right. guess what? You're part of it too now. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. I've, uh... I wrote down uh, a list of movies that if you're getting tired of watching, not tired of, because these are classics, but, you know, there are certain stoner movies that everybody knows you watch. I would put anything by Cheech and Chong up there. 
Half-Baked. Anything by Seth Rogen. Yeah. I can't think of one movie he'd be in. That, that'd be bad. For, 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 for 420. 420. Those are great. But they're real obvious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Harold and Kumar. Those are good uh, movies to All watch. three. When they go to Christmas. Oh. Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. Yeah, the Guantanamo Bay one. The Christmas one is great. So those are pretty obvious. So I tried to come up with, and I don't want to come off like I'm trying to be fancy pantsy, but just like slightly more highbrow <laughs> movies for 420. And uh, I've got it posted at klaq.com. Was that Seth Rogen? The laugh was certainly Seth Rogen. So I based this off of uh, an article on Screen Rant, 42 highbrow films to watch when you're totally high. Again, there's nothing wrong with a lowbrow stoner movie. Those are great. And I'm they got a list of 42, but I'm only going to go through the ones that I expect anybody to be familiar with. Uh Inherent Vice. Did you guys see that one? Nope. No, Inherent Vice. That is a 2014 Paul Thomas Anderson movie set in the, I want to say, late 60s, early 70s. Got a lot of cameos for people like Martin Short. Joaquin Phoenix is the lead in it. Uh, Yeah, I recommend that one. I'm just going to go through some of the, oh. I'm just going to give you some off of this list of what they consider highbrow films to watch when you're totally baked. Tree of Life that was a Terrence Malick film that was really kind of like an art film it had Sean Penn and Brad Pitt played Sean Penn's father in it no nobody saw Tree of Life no I think High is probably the only way to watch that movie that was one it was a story when it came out because it's very Terrence Malicky and People were getting up and walking out <laughs> just because they didn't understand it. Uh, as I'm just going, what else through, did Terrence Malick do? God, you know, when I think of Terrence Malick now, I just automatically think of Tree of Life. But usually, a lot of his are very <sighs> inaccessible. I would say, in a lot of ways, <laughs> they recommend the 1984 Talking Heads documentary, "Stop Making Sense." No, never heard of it. Well, what do you? What do? You, what is your like your ultimate stone stoner movie? Um, yeah, I think we we mentioned the, the Cheech com- and Now, ones that are, would you put like Monty Python in there, or do you not consider Monty Python good to watch? Yeah. on four twenty. Yeah, I think any Monty Python is great. But you know, in your article, you had different ones. Yeah, I came up with some on my own. So they've got a few animated. They've got uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, which was uh, a Wes Anderson movie that had voice. You know, he uses all the great voice talent, but George Clooney was Mr. Fox. They say that one's a great stoner movie. The Pinocchio, the Disney Pinocchio from 1940. Oh, that used to scare me. That could be a bad trip. Why would you watch that when you're high? Don't sell I don't Papa. agree. When he turns into a donkey, that always scared me. Papa. Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, that would freak me out. That seems Another like it would one. that seems like it could be a big freak out. Would would you recommend to somebody that they watch Pan's Labyrinth while stoned? Yes. And hostile. I think those are all great. They'd be traumatizing, right? Spirited away. Watch Doctor Strange. That one looks amazing. 
Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is on this list. That's a good one, Tim. I don't understand. How how are these 420 movies? They're just saying they're highbrow movies that are good to watch while you're stoned. But what makes them good to watch when you're stoned? What is the criteria you're using to say, oh, this would be a better experience? All right, let me give you an example. With Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, I saw that when it came out in theaters, 100% perfectly straight. But you could tell there were like a lot of things in it that if somebody was stoned, they were, would likely say, oh, that, that's so deep. You mm-hmm. know, it's the whole story about it erases part of your memories. And, you know, but once you erase enough of your memories, are you still the same person? Whoa. I, I don't think I'd be able to follow it. Is Garden State on that list? Because I think you should. Garden State's great, too. Yeah. I, it's not. Whack. Oh, any, oh, uh, any Jay and Silent Bob movie? Including I would say, oh, I would definitely Dogma. say those. Yeah, definitely Dogma. Clerks. Clerks. Clerks, too. I'd say Mall Rats. That Mall would be, Mall Rats. would be the one to do. <laughs> yeah, Mall Rats is a pretty good call. So on my list, and again, I think Cheech and Chong are great. <laughs> the picture. Yeah, but if you wanted to watch a stoner movie that you don't think of immediately as a stoner movie, tell me what you think of my list, Okay. Well, and I start off with a series, so you got to have Apple TV. But Severance, <laughs> to me, Severance is like a really good. You're epi- already adding extra steps here. <laughs> no, I mean if you've got if you've got Apple Plus and you haven't watched it, it's not a bad 420 suggestion. Did this one come from experience? <laughs> I would rather be unspecific about any of that. But you like Black Mirror, right? I do. I enjoy the series. Black Mirror, the series. This is like an episode of Black Mirror that they turned into a series. Like it really is it's close to. So, uh, dazed and confused. Obviously, I don't see that on a lot of stoner lists. But they spend a lot of time driving around, either smoking weed or wishing they had weed. <laughs> you got a joint? Not on. No man, not on me. It'd be a lot, a lot cooler, cooler if you, you did. did. <laughs> You just got to keep on living. L-I-V-I-N. That's my favorite part. Uh, it's, just, it's just enhanced, I think. You know, just every the ethos the of soundtrack. it. The soundtrack. Right? Now yeah. you're getting it, Joanna. Mm-hmm. Like, everything about it is enhanced. If you want to kind of freak out, but nothing serious... Zardoz, which was a Sean Connery movie that he made right after he quit being James Bond. So it's like basically Bond era uh, Sean Connery, and he's wearing a Borat style mankini, and there's a floating head. Trust me. I'm pretty sure that Mystery Science 3000 has already done a uh, a riff of Zardoz or riff tracks, one of the two, but either one will also be fun to watch. The riff track version. The riff track versions, yeah. I can't get over this featured image you chose. It's good, right? The one at the top or the one for Zardoz? I'm putting Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because I figured I needed a Tarantino movie. And this is going to be a controversial position. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood might have nudged Pulp Fiction out of the number one spot for me when it comes to Tarantino movies. But listen, everything about this, from the Bruce Lee fight to the really groovy soundtrack the very oh, Mark, the Paul Revere and the Raiders heavy soundtrack uh, to the Manson family getting their asses absolutely kicked uh, Leonardo DiCaprio crying because that little girl was like you were great how about Leonardo DiCaprio 
threatening to kill himself alone in a trailer because he can't, he messed up his life. <laughs> in front of all those people! <laughs> in front of that little girl! In front of that little girl, you stupid! <laughs> What's wrong with you, you drunk? Great movie. Literally, Joanna, he's seen it like a thousand times. I have seen it probably it 40 times. Yeah. Buzz's lists are very revealing about himself. Um, if you want to see a Cheech and Chong movie... And I think they're great, and I think all of their Cheech and Chong films are great, but here's one that people either don't know about because it was panned by critics and it flopped at the box office, but it came out in 1983. It's called Yellowbeard, and it's got Cheech and Chong as side characters, but it's also got half of Monty Python. It's got three of the best cast members from Young Frankenstein, and it's got Cheech and Chong in it. And it's incredibly stupid. Yellow beard. Yellow beard. Right. Uh, so I recommend that one as kind of an offbeat 420 stoner movie. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. And with today's news, here's Nico at Jimmy. And good morning, Nico. Good morning, Buzz. Elective surgeries are set to resume at William Beaumont Army Medical Center. This is according to the William Beaumont TRICARE Water Advisory webpage. In a post that went up on... Tuesday, April 19th, the hospital will be using external water sources until the water restrictions are officially removed. This comes after debris had been found in the water on the main campus of the William Beaumont Army Medical Center. On the 7th of April, it was reported that the hospital commander had determined the water was not safe to drink. Mm. In a press release on April 8th, the hospital said, based on environmental testing, the quality of water is safe for some uses, such as routine hand washing and patient showering. Out of an abundance of caution, the hospital will continue to restrict water for surgeries, dental drinking, or ingesting food preparation, and eyewash stations. Portable eyewash stations have arrived in places to fix the, uh, in place of fixed stations for the staff. Now, though, uh, like I said, elective surgeries are set to resume for anybody that needs. I them. thought this was going to be like a like an end of pandemic restrictions. Like, no, no, yeah, this is actually a. They water started thing. back doing the elective surgeries a long. time. A long time ago. Yes, but did at, they ever completely stop doing elective surgeries at, yes. at a lot of hospitals they, during the, the pandemic, pandemic? Yes, they but, completely but stopped. This them. is a water issue specific to this hospital. Well, did you know that they built a new William Beaumont facility? Which one? The, the new one on the east side by uh, the by the spur, like Global Reach. Um, is sure. that what is that what it is? Close the one there. you can see from uh, the golf course. Yes, I think yeah, so. It's I've a been, big, giant building out there, and that, yep. that's the new hospital. So, but there's been a lot of I've issues. I've been watching them build it for what seems like 10, 10 years. 10 years, yeah, yeah. It's gone on forever. So that's where they were having problems with water, and I guess that that's where they also said, no, we're not doing surgeries. But they are now. But they are They've now. Got to, okay, good. All set. The parents of accused Michigan school shooter Ethan Crumbly were denied a request to reduce their bond on Tuesday. Circuit Court Judge Cheryl Matthews said the events leading to the arrest of Jennifer and James Crumbly make the bond currently set appropriate as their actions were premeditated to conceal their whereabouts. The Crumbly's bond is set at $500,000 each, which they were attempting to get reduced to $100,000. The two are charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter after allegedly failing to recognize warning signs about their son in the months before their son allegedly shot and killed four of his classmates at Oxford High School on November 30th, 2021. Remember that? Does a lot of this have to do with the parents kind of laughed off the school's concerns? You yeah. know, he's drawing pictures of guns and he's doing disturbing stuff, and then he and they just did not seem very concerned about it. Are you saying this because it seems like they're throwing the book at these two? 
Well, I think they're throwing the book at him because they went on the lamb. You know, that's that's the point. Yeah. Yes. No, no. But also that you know you, you're holding somebody responsible. It's like they told you about these, you know, the people at school, and you just. I, I think there was at one point the mom was texting the kid and saying, "Well, don't, don't do anything, but it's not a big deal." Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have it all up in front of me because this case. No, goes that back was like that was year, basically that's basically the... it was that they did not treat it seriously and then this kid went on a horrific he, he uh, killed four kill, other yeah, kids and uh, that will be on those you know those parents forever and the fact that they tried to run afterwards it, it, yeah it shows that they probably should have the book thrown at them i think there were also like even after the event took place it still didn't seem like they were giving it the seriousness mm-hmm. oh because it wasn't it at court they were like just doing pda with each other and the judge had to say yeah uh, stop! Knock or they had it to off. Separate this is them. a serious issue, and you guys need to quit, right? Making goo goo eyes or whatever. Yeah, just a lot of weird stuff that the parents were so unconcerned before it happened. They bought also, his gun for him. Yeah, they bought his gun for him. Did, did they know that he had taken it to school? Supposedly, the uh, so that day he was called into the principal's office for some disciplining. This is all based on memory, right? I don't have it up in front of me, but. Uh, he he was uh, in the principal's office. They called the parents in. They asked the parents to take him home. The, the parents said, no, we can't do that. We're not doing that. We're leaving him here. So I think they're getting, yeah, as you say, it seems like they're throwing the book. But, you know, you don't know if they're going to throw the book at him until they actually have a verdict. A tr- yeah, the trials. But partially because they didn't take it seriously when they were told there were some concerning things. But I think as much so... That uh, when it was time for him to be arrested, they couldn't find him. I think that uh, that too, yeah, the, they didn't take responsibility. I think that the mom texted him when she saw the news reports coming about the school shooting. She automatically knew it was him, and she she texted, what "Please you, don't yeah. do this. Please don't do this." Right. Um, we'll see. In the first eighteen months of the COVID nineteen pandemic, a record number of Americans died from drug overdoses. Although months of data is still incomplete, statistics show the most, that most of the deaths involve the potent drug fentanyl. According to the National Institute of Drug Abuse, fentanyl is 50 to 100 times more potent than morphine. Fentanyl, which was originally made for sedation during surgery, is one of the most powerful opioids, opioids ever created. Fentanyl-related fatalities began to skyrocket nationwide after drug dealers and cartels began to lace the chemical, chemical into drugs that they were already selling often targeting addicted users looking for more powerful high, according to the United States Drug Enforcement Administration. That's what got Prince and Tom Petty, right? Was it fentanyl? Yeah, I thought there was some, there was like, oh, there was fentanyl in their system, but they probably didn't even know that what they were taking was fentanyl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's always super sad. Well, naloxone, otherwise known as Narcan, uh, reverses an opioid overdose, and first responders said they are often administering multiple doses of Narcan just to resuscitate one person. Here's DEA Administrator Ann Milgram. Uh, Yeah, Rolling Stone had an article, Inside the Drug That Killed Prince and Tom Petty. So why would drug dealers put an extra drug in the drug? Like I could see him putting something, you know, that was inactive to to thin it or to spread it or whatever. Right. Well, with fentanyl, uh, it's measured in micrograms, not milligrams. So uh, the difference is uh, by like billi- bi- a billionth uh, of decimal po- 
like what do you know what kind of drugs they typically insert it into or cut it with what what drugs get cut with fentanyl well all of them any you know all of them do and all you say all of them marijuana uh i don't consider that a drug okay. so no all right why would why would you even bring that up uh me, no i don't that definitely not that uh cuz it's on all the other schedule, drugs it's on the schedule 1 well, according to the feds not according to them but okay. i disagree with all right them. anyways uh so if somebody, any other if drug, somebody it, smokes it, marijuana they don't have to worry about their being no don't even that. bring that up it's not even something anybody has to worry about so okay. it's not even worth putting out there into the air much like Joe Rogan, I'm just asking questions. Oh my God, shut up. No, it'd be things like uh, cocaine. Uh, even uh, heroin could be laced with fentanyl uh, to give it an extra kick or a, higher, a, a better high, I guess. Because it's so much more powerful. You don't need that much of it to increase. It's, like I said, it's measured in mi- uh, micrograms, and you, you could give very small quantities of it. It sounds like this would be highly monitored by hospitals. How does it, how does it get out on the street? Uh, it's manufactured by oh, by, people, by cartels. People could cook it up. Well, no, it's not something that you could uh, like a home lab could do. It's not like meth, but it is something that cartels actually have industrial plants, and China has industrial plants dedicated mm-hmm. to uh, producing uh, something like this. Uh, but it's it's a concerning uh, trend, and uh, unfortunately, you, you do see that uh, paramedics and a lot of my friends who are first responders have to uh, be giving a lot more Narcan than they normally would these days. All right. Russia says it rejected a temporary ceasefire in Ukraine during Holy Week because the request was insincere. The UN had requested a ceasefire in the week before the Orthodox Easter to evacuate civilians in parts of Ukraine that were under siege by Russian forces. Yesterday, Russia's deputy ambassador to the UN Security Council uh, said, made the request, said that the request was rejected because it was not sincere and would only provide time for Ukrainian soldiers to regroup and receive more drones and missiles. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres said over 12 million people in Ukraine need humanitarian assistance right now. Interestingly, even China was for the ceasefire. The UN's hands are tied in many ways, though, since Russia has veto power in the Security Council. They've used it twice since invading Ukraine. If you get packages delivered by the Postal Service, expect to wait a bit longer. It's part of a plan to cut costs and not rely on air transportation. Air transport is more expensive than trains and trucks, so the U.S. Postmaster General wants to dump it. Only a third of deliveries will be affected, adding one to two days to the delivery date. The change goes into effect May 1st. A Michigan man is angry because the tickets he bought for the Red Hot Chili Peppers turned out to be for a cover band called the Red Not Chili Peppers. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to tell you, Oh, you're doing an old story. It was the couple that bought tickets to go see the Red Hot Chili Peppers in like Ireland, but it turned out to be the Red Hot Chili Pipers, who nice. were a, like a bagpipe cover band. But this is the Red Not, not Chili, Chili Peppers. Peppers. Okay. A fan named Aaron told the Detroit Metro Times that the N looked like an H in the social media ad and that the tickets were under 20 bucks. So he bought four of them. Yeah. There's a red flag. Under 20 bucks. To see the Red Hot Chili Peppers at a, probably a bar that holds 100 people. Tickets Maybe for the real have... band are much higher, starting at $90 usually. Yeah. I would like to know what the venue was that this guy looked at it and says, yeah, the Red In... Hot Chili Peppers are playing uh, for under 20 bucks 
at Graham's Corner <laughs> or whatever. Everyone, Graham's Corner, snap! In Aaron's defense, the real Red Hot Chili Peppers have been promoting their new album by playing some small venues oh, lately. Oh, okay. Well, I stand corrected. He swears he was completely sober when he made the purchase. <laughs> sure, sure. But he's fuming now because the local venue won't give him a refund. He adds he'll probably go to the show anyways because he's a big Peppers fan. So he's going to go see the cover band. Yeah. Some yeah, pe- you might as well. You bought the tickets. You like the songs. Go see a cover band. Some people got upset when they went out to see my disturbed cover cover band Perturbed. And they said that it looked too, too similar on the poster. Perturbed. Yeah. So uh, I'll have some... Some appearance dates for my disturbed cover band, Perturbed. Perturbed. The D looked like a P. Do you have how many more stories? Just one story left. The Northern York County School Board of Pennsylvania struck down a proposed Satan Club in an 8-to-1 vote on Tuesday evening. The meeting came after some parents and staff presented the club in response to a Bible study held at the (laughs) Northern York Elementary School. Okay. Hundreds of people attended the meeting to share their opinions. I can 100% tell you what's going on here. If you want to have a Satan club, or if you have a group of parents who want to have a Satan club, or want their kids raised to think that Satan is about truth or reason, do it off campus, after hours. Well, same with your And I say the same thing to the Christian community. Who says that? Said Ray Sibley of Dillsburg. There you go. Ray Sibley's making some sense out of Dillsburg. The group that introduced the Satan Club says they wanted to prove a point that no religious clubs should be held at the elementary school. That's what's going on. So there are some people who are like, if you're going to try and have a religious club, what's to stop us from having a religious club? club. We're going to intentionally pick out the thing that's going to tweak your nose the worst. Right. That's going to get your nose put out of shape. So we're going to have a Satan club. Oh, my God. Well, and then you get all these people saying, there's no place for that. And it's like, well, that, then you point what out What about your God right, stuff? Right. How about your religious club? Ours is just religious it, club. Is that the same none as when... These, the- none of these people actually worship Satan. I'm willing to... To bet that none well, of even the people that are, do the, even the Church of Satan doesn't believe Satan is real. It's the Levian, Le, the Levian Satan is. Yeah, it's they all, don't believe. It's kind of ironic. Right. Well, I think what it is is a way to counter when somebody wants to get a religious group. Well, how could you school. let somebody worship Satan? Well, how my freedom of religion? If you've got no, the freedom, they're making a they're they're making a point anyway. But it does get people twist it all out of shape and then you say well guess what maybe we should keep them all out. the whole point is to keep them all out i want to start a flying spaghetti monster club there probably already is one <laughs> it's called pastafarianism yeah, pastafarianism yeah i'm a frisbetarian myself <laughs> have you ever heard of that one i have not is that about frisbees we believe that when you die your soul actually goes on the roof of your house and it's impossible to get it down without getting a pool skimmer i missed part of this i was, on the I was explaining my religion frisbetarianism frisbetarianism yes. i told him i'm a pastafarian and i believe in the giant flying spaghetti monster sweet it's the great flying spaghetti the great monster. flying spaghetti monster and i told him about Frisbeterianism, and it seems like you might be a little interested I kind in of am. one of our meetings. My soul it will escape and, and rest on the <laughs> roof of my house. Yeah, that's right. So it's never far from your family unless they move. <laughs> then, yeah. <laughs> that's why we believe you should never move.
<laughs> Just one of the tenets of Frisbeterianism. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. We're going to have another uh, cash code keyword. We gave away our wrestling tickets kind of early this morning, but we're going to have some more tickets for WWE. Win them before you can buy them. Yeah. June 11th at the Pan Am Center, and all the SmackDown stars are going to be there. Sasha Banks, the Usos, Charlotte Flair, and many, many more. I'm going to... Let you hear some of the audio inside the courtroom of the Johnny Depp $50 million defamation lawsuit against his ex, Amber Heard. And I finally decided, what do they keep talking about his missing fingertip? What happened with Johnny mm-hmm. Depp at his fingertip? Did Johnny Depp cut his own finger off? Did Amber Heard cut his finger off? Well, I had to break down and search and find out what it's all about so Nico uh, has a few uh, handy cholo words that mm-hmm. would really come in handy if you ever found yourself in uh, prison that's right people who know me know I have a love for cholos ever cholo s- culture cholo culture and cholos in general ever since I I grew up with them I went to high school with a lot of them at Jefferson High School speaking of which shout out to Robert the ICU charge nurse at UMC Que rollo, que tranza, que pues. I put out a a list of five of the most random cholo words that might help you out in prison someday after sitting with my three homies, Sharky, Chino, and Devil. Do you want to go through them? Sure. Do you want to go through them? (laughs) I'm not sure that I would do the pronunciation Okay, Joanna. Can can you go through them? Okay. Let me let me find the website. Okay. Huariche. 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 I just think it would fa- it sound funnier coming from somebody image. else. <laughs> the featured image is a necklace that says gang. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was great. Number one, Wadichi. Wadichi. It's prison slang for coffee. Oh. Yeah, that's right. You want to use it in a sentence, Joanna? Um, okay, let's see what you have here. I'd, <laughs> I'd confess if they'd made me drink that pinchy Wadichi one more time. <laughs> Fool. That Wadichi you get when you're locked up is worse than actually being in prison, yo. <laughs> Word number two, beak. Beak. Yep. It's probably your nose, right? It is not like your I've nose. I've heard your nose referred to as your beak. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. But no, this is specifically your mouth or oral opening. Oh, God. You want to use that in a sentence, Joanna? I'll use it. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Bring that pretty beak over here, widow. Oh, and in my case, it'd be like, you better shut that beak. Yep. Or, hey, next time I pass you my tall boy, you better not put your beak on it. Iggy quote. That is an actual Iggy quote. <laughs> That's hilarious. How are you supposed, if he passes you a can to give you a drink, how are you supposed to drink it without touching it to your lips? You have to pour it into your mouth. Serious? Yeah. Or a cup. No, we don't have those. <laughs> oh. Number three, Kesho. Kesho. What's up? Hey. Everyone, sorry I'm late. My boss had me do overtime at the license plate factory. Kesho. Okay. Dale shine. 
Dale Shine. That's right. Dale Shine. <laughs> it sounds like something Pitbull might say. Well, Pitbull is the king of saying Dale. 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 So Dale Shine. He does own Dale, I guess. Go for it. Dale Shine. I'm proud of you. I know you're going to get this job, homie. Just Dale Shine. <laughs> nice. And number five, a huevo. Means hold my beer. With an egg. Yeah. Nope, not with an egg. A huevo. Hold my beer. Why does it mean hold my beer? Yeah, why does it mean hold my beer? I don't know. A huevo. Who told you that? Or is the, that just the cholos? That's one of the cholos. They said hold okay, my beer. That's a Devil, new definition for a huevo Chino, for me. And sharky. And sharky. That's right. Which all three of them will be on our episode of the After Buzz tomorrow or Friday, probably. Yeah. That's right. You can read uh, the full article at klaq.com under Nico's byline from the uh, Johnny Depp trial. Okay, here's the thing about his finger. I guess there was an altercation where Amber Heard allegedly threw a vodka bottle at Johnny Depp and it crashed near his finger and it ended up he ended up losing his fingertip because of it. Okay. Uh Johnny Depp's doctor said that he didn't know how it happened, but he said that Johnny Depp came in with a wound in Australia back in March 2015. Depp said that Heard threw a large glass of vodka bottle at him and that the bottle hit the countertop where his hand was and caused his finger to shatter, ultimately severing his fingertip. We're going to hear some audio from Johnny Depp who I guess actually talks like what you're about to hear, I guess? Or is this just his courtroom voice? It's almost like a a quasi-Captain Jack Sparrow mixed with a little bit of Hunter S. Thompson is the only way I could describe it. So he's making the claim, I was never violent against Amber Heard, my mm-hmm. ex, but she was violent against me. Johnny Depp said back in 2019 about his fingertip, I had to have three surgeries to reconstruct my finger and contracted MRSA three times. I feared that I would lose my finger, my arm, and my life. That that sounds a little dramatic, right? Well, MRSA is pretty bad. I I was afraid they were going to amputate my arm, but it Uh, ended up just being a fingertip. At that point, you don't want to lose your whole arm just for the tip. Johnny Depp uh, testified in his own defamation suit against Amber Heard and said that Amber was too good to be true. Joanna, you have the lowdown on celebrity gossip. Is Johnny Depp from England or? Um, Johnny Depp was born in Kentucky. But was he raised there, or was he raised in England? No. <laughs> what, what do you do? You have a theory about what's going on with yeah, Johnny Depp's he's accent? Done. Jack Sparrow character for so long that it's just kind of seeped into his real life now. He's in perma character. Yeah. Um, So the reason he's suing her is because she wrote an op-ed where she said she was a victim of domestic violence. I think a key point of this, Joanna, I think you've said it before too, she doesn't name him, she just says that she was a victim of domestic abuse without saying Johnny Depp abused Right. And he's suing her because Well, what examples does she give? Does I'm she give sure any that are personal? Examples, but they've been very clear. She never names anybody in the the op-ed. 
But if you're reading that op-ed in, in 2019 and they've already gone through right, you know, all of this all turmoil, this. what are you going to... I guess his case is everybody thought she was talking about me. So he's suing her for $50 million. Johnny Depp says he didn't want Amber Heard's abuse claims to paint him as a fraud. I, get, I know what voice he's doing. It just... What, a what, bell went off. Um, it says he is primarily of English descent with some French, German, and Irish. Yeah, but that's just your... De- it, oh, not my that God. He's from his England. mother married a Robert Palmer. That's interesting. Hmm? I didn't mean to turn you on, Robert Palmer. Addicted to love, Addicted Robert to Palmer? Addicted to love, Robert Palmer. Johnny Depp's mother married Robert yeah. Palmer. Simply irresistible. Simply irresistible? Robert do you think he made all his music videos in the 80s on the same day with the same dancers? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got all these girls in tight black dresses with their hair pulled back. Let's just make them all. This will last us 30 years. <laughs> I'll never have to make another video. <laughs> Believe me, Johnny Depp's mother is not an easy woman to satisfy. Uh, he sounds like when people used to do impressions of... Uh, Orson Welles. That's probably a very dated reference. No, I get it. The Brain from Pinky and the Brain was somebody doing an Orson Welles impression. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, that's a good, good And it example. sounds like that's what he's... A, okay, agree or disagree, Johnny Depp's uh, voice sounds very... Like there's an affectation. Like, that that's not the way he really talks. Do you think it's just because he's mumbling? No, I think it's that he's... I don't know, man. It would be weird, though, if you had a friend who talked like that all the time. We kind of do. Who is you. that? Mm-hmm. Me? Mm-hmm. You say that I talk If we had like a silly this? friend that did different voices? Johnny Depp. Boy, I just can't pin, I, I can't pin it down what he's doing with that... With that voice. Johnny Depp, you're from Kentucky, you're from fool. Kentucky, dude. Okay, I just read Amber Heard's uh, op-ed. Yeah, nothing. She, she doesn't, doesn't say. She doesn't even make any specific claims. Uh, uh, she's just talking about um, the atmosphere you know of sa- sexual violence in 2018. She's just talking about what it's like to. Uh, but she was just coming out of this toxic, toxic relationship, right? With Johnny Depp. Maybe Johnny Depp just wants the case to, I, to generate he attention. On, he doesn't want to win the case, maybe he but he wants, wants people to, to know that I vigorously... Yeah, yeah, on the record. On the record, it wasn't me. I, well, also bringing a case like this brings discovery. And so as you know... So now like, it's bringing more... Stuff out that... Right. He, he probably wants the whole thing to be heard. I want to get a... I want to stand up and deny mm-hmm. that this happened, and I would like for her to acknowledge, because at some point, her lawyers are going to make the case. Well, Miss Heard wasn't writing about Mr. Depp when she wrote that piece. But and he wants like, to just say it wasn't me. Yeah. Say it wasn't me. That'll be a win, I think, for Johnny Depp. Good for Yeah, I agree. Good for him. Do you think when Johnny Depp is hanging out with his friends, Alice Cooper and Joe Perry, and, that he just lets his hair down? He's just like, hey, guys, what's up? Oh, no, that's my court voice. No, no, no. I don't talk like that. I'm Johnny Depp. I'm from Kentucky. I've lived in the United States my entire life. Did virtually. you think the guy who was Edward Scissorhands was going to be normal? <laughs> that's a good point. He's a freak. <laughs> Do you think what Tim your... Burton's bitch is going to be normal? <laughs> who's bi- who's what? Tim Burton's bitch. All oh, right, Tim Burton. Did you bitch. think Willy Wonka would be normal? 
Don't forget, he was crybaby, too. <laughs> oh, right. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Captain Jack Sparrow was a little crazy. It's just weird that somebody's like, in a court of law. He's weird. I'm going to speak in this very dramatic yeah, I expect that from him. I, yeah, okay. It, it You'd would be, be disappointed. I would be disappointed. If he did. Got it. If he sounded like this, hey guys, hey. I just want to say everybody, like, I'm not that guy that she makes me out to be. It's like, ugh. Uh, there's a lot like of testimony that, yeah, they had a tumultuous relationship. There are plenty of people who are saying, well, I saw Amber get violent with him, mm-hmm. including their marriage counselor. That when that he would walk away, she would make it physical to get him not to walk away from the fight. So that was part of the testimony. I think Johnny Depp is probably making... I'm not endorsing the voice, but he's making, like, okay, she wrote this article. Everybody thought it was about me. I'm going to file this suit because what's the defense going to do? They're going to say, well, she never says it was Johnny Depp. And they might even ask her, was it Mr. Depp she was referring to? Absolutely not. Johnny Depp walks away completely exonerated. Right. That's actually kind of brilliant the more I think about it. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Today is uh, 420 day, and it seems like uh, mainstream American corporate culture is embracing this because there are a lot of restaurants that have tie-ins. The one that's getting the most talk is Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's will give you a discount based on how high you are as far as elevation goes. So, Joanna, I consider El Paso to be pretty high. Do we get the maximum discount at Jimmy John's because of our elevation? We get about 15% off. There's a place, uh, Joanna, I think mentioned it, there's a place in uh, in the United States. That it's a free, they're giving away free Jimmy John's because they're the highest city. It's in Colorado, the highest town elevation-wise in the United States. So they just get it. Free For free. Jimmy. For free. free Jimmy John's. I already put my order, like, <laughs> I got it ready. The second they open. <laughs> Take advantage of that 50% off, yeah. Uh, going to have some more about uh, 420 coming up in the next hour. We're going to get to the bottom. It seems like there have been a lot of versions of how 420 came to be pot. And there's, it really seems within just the past couple of years, they've narrowed it down and said, okay, this one version we can actually say is probably the most likely. Uh, but we're going to have that coming up a bit later. Time for entertainment news with Joanna Barba. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. If you thought you saw the last of CGI Jeff Garland, well, you might be out of luck. The Goldbergs are returning for a 10th season in ABC. However, they haven't figured out how to handle the abrupt abrupt exit of Jeff Garland, a.k.a. Murray Goldberg. Garland left the show last December after an investigation into his conduct on set. He described his antics as silly. According to Garland, there was an HR investigation for him for three years after his co-workers repeatedly accused him of misconduct. The Goldbergs will continue to use Murray for the remainder of the ninth season through off-camera dialogue pulled from earlier episodes and unused takes, as well as previously shot images of Garland. Variety has said that official plans for Murray are still to come, but he'll probably be written off the show. I think it's really important on this story to point out, none of these were like sexual harassment. None of them were sexual. It was like speaking in a grouchy or grumpy way, to which I say he was probably in character as Murray. Like, that's who Murray was. Yeah. He called everybody Idiots. moron. Get out of here, you moron. Yeah, yeah. He probably, you know. I, and who were the, did they say who the actors were that that complained? Uh, mm. ex, well, there's, there was 
some extras that he was supposedly very like a gruff to and just yelled at. And then it just kind of seemed like he didn't want to be there anymore. Wendy McCl- McClendon Covey had come out and said, he "Well, just I didn't would say if you had anymore. some extras who were who were trying to pin some kind of inappropriate behavior rap on me, I'd probably get sick of working there too." Right. They never heard of how Daniel Day Lewis acts on set. Whatever his character what is, that's what he's doing. Method actors. No, right. but I don't think we should excuse bad behavior. You know, just because it's something that oh, well, that's just his character. I mean, if this is a family-friendly corporate environment, then you got to play the game and you got to act like it sometimes. Oh, so we can just say goodbye to Daniel Day Lewis ever appearing in anything where he plays a rude well, character. I think he's retired. He said. <laughs> Probably because crap like this. Anyway, nothing sexual. It wasn't like it Jeff wasn't Garland sexual, was sexually no. harassing anybody, but now they've got a weird, creepy CGI Jeff Garland. Oh, it looks so weird. It does look weird. Ezra Miller seems to still be running amok in Hawaii. Ezra was arrested for the second time early Tuesday morning for second-degree assault. Miller allegedly became irate after being asked to leave a private residence, so he threw a chair in the direction of a 26-year-old woman. Do you know how out of line you got to be if you're a bona fide celebrity at somebody's house and they ask you to They're leave? Like, you you got to go. Right. Ezra was arrested ah, take this chair. at a traffic stop and released a few hours later, pending further investigation. Netflix raised prices recently, and yesterday they announced that they lost 200,000 subscribers, the first time that they've lost users in a decade. But they also announced that they're rolling out a cheaper version with ads, but it may not happen for another year or two. Netflix has always resisted the idea of an ad-supported version, but they're embracing it now as a way of bringing in new subscribers. Plus, they're also seeing it work for competitors like Hulu and Peacock. Yesterday, the stock had dropped 25%, a whole quarter right after the news came out. Today, Mm -hmm. it's down 33%, almost a third. Uh, You know, listen, sometimes people got to make hard choices. Can I, what, what, how, how much did their price go up? Their pricing went up a few bucks, probably. I'm paying like 20 some bucks right now. You're right. And I can remember it being more like 14. Right. right? Yeah. So some people are like, yeah, that's too much. And maybe I'm not watching that much on Netflix. Well, and your movies haven't been that great, Netflix. They also had the price increases recently. Um, they also estimate 100 million households are sharing passwords. <laughs> See, I think that's like a flaw in their business model. Well, that's what they're working on soon, and you probably won't be able to but watch thing, Netflix anymore. This thing where it's ad support, where you get it for free? No, no, no. Go check. We're, I'm totally off your Netflix. You are? Yeah. Did you find yours? I didn't. Who found it? Somebody? Somebody else that lives in my house found <laughs> theirs. Oh, they found theirs? Yeah. So you don't you're have on to your, worry. You're you don't on your have girlfriends? To, yep. Buzz, you're paying for a Netflix one. That I'm not even signed into. You should probably unsubscribe then, and then you could be one of the 200,000 subscribers <laughs> that they lost. Yeah, you'll have to update the story for tomorrow. 2001. <laughs> 200,001. Do you want to hear Elon Musk's take on Netflix? Oh, great. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, He tweeted last night. I'm going to buy them. Nope. He said, the woke mind virus is making Netflix unwatchable. What what does what does that even mean? That's a good point. That's all he said. Like he doesn't like that there are black that... black characters in Bridgerton. <laughs> I mean, Maybe what the hell is he he's talking like about? watching. He's from South Africa. <laughs> watching Netflix Jeez, while high is not enjoyable to me anymore. <laughs> is what he probably have you, meant. Have you ever watched one of these services where they run commercials? 
Yeah, Peacock or Pluto. I actually like Pluto's commercials because it reminds me of regular TV. I I pay every month for Spotify, but my daughter has a Spotify, and when she's listening to it in my car, it's like, how do you put up with these commercials? <gasps> oh, my God. And she's like, well, pay for it for me. Because <laughs> they're always commercial. Uh-huh. And they run them so often, and they're the same commercial you memorize. I have the these neighbors, Buzz, always partying. They always have the music so loud, and I know that they're on Spotify. Because of the commercials. Because Come on. every three songs, there's a commercial. Yeah. And I'm trying to take a nap at three in the afternoon, and I just feel like yelling, if you're going to be playing that music loud, at least pay, pay for it. Spotify. Pay for the subscription. The yeah, quit with the ads. Especially if you're going to make a party for the whole neighborhood. Can you imagine? Yeah, it's awful. Uh, and but finally, I, but here I am like, why don't you pay for it so you don't have to listen to these ads? I'm saying this to a 15-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> My 15-year-old. <laughs> and she's like, you pay for it. Right. <laughs> finally, are Will and Jada going to survive the Oscar slap? Britain's Heat magazine doesn't like their chances. A so-called source told the magazine, quote, ever since the Oscar scandal, tensions between them have been palpable. There have they there have been problems for years, but they're barely speaking right now. The source says Will doesn't want a divorce, but that there's only so much he can take. And yesterday, a trailer for the new season of Red Table Talk Red Table Talk dropped, but there was no mention of Will making an appearance or of the Oscars even being brought up, but the season may have been recorded before any of that happened. Do you think at any point Will Smith is going to say, I got up and slapped Chris Rock for you? For you! For you! I and did it for you! And she's just in the back like, I didn't tell you to. Well, I right. guess she didn't. I mean, She didn't. Yeah, she really didn't. He acted of his own accord. With your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. Wouldn't that be ironic if that was the straw that broke the camel's back? You slap Chris Rock. You know, I can. We can do the open relationship. We, we can deal with. But you the, just cannot. We, we can can't just go slapping slap people. We can't slap people. What? I looked at your face. All, I was laughing until I saw what my your face reaction. I did it for you. That's not what my face was saying. You read it wrong. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I wonder if uh, the dispensaries are starting to run out of product. That's a that's good one question. Thing Colt uh, DeMores, who is the head of uh, El Paso Normal. He is the uh, director, executive director of El Paso Normal. He told us the one thing was that, and this was before New Mexico went recreational weed on April 1st. He said the only thing is a lot of dispensaries are going to have trouble, you're going to start seeing empty shelves. That was the prediction from Colt when he was on the After Buzz. He just said ago. that the demand just outstrips the the supply by by miles. So, And I think he was saying into summer, maybe even in the fall before you start seeing him overcome those supply issues. Right. Uh, National Pot Smokers Day or National Weed Day, as it's known. And we'll try to get to the bottom of it here in just a second. You did a story uh, in news, and it was about uh, fentanyl, fentanyl, specifically overdoses during the um, pandemic. Yeah. And I I had made the comment, oh, that's what got Tom Petty and Prince. Mm -hmm. But then you were talking about, you know, a lot of people buy street drugs you know, illicit narcotics, which are right. laced with the fentanyl. That's not the case with Tom Petty and right. Prince. So I had to look it up. Uh, 
you know, because I remember that was tied to the. So, so just just to put it into perspective, uh, fentanyl is a medical sedative and and pain reliever, pain reliever, but it's it's used a lot for conscious sedation or intubation, things where people are going to be knocked out or passed out, uh, and they're monitored. An with, anesthesiologist. It's almost like would. an an, yeah. So it's that powerful of okay. a thing that they use in the hospital. So it turns out that in in the case of both Prince and Tom, Pe- I'm wondering. Wait a minute, were Prince and Tom Petty out getting illicit narcotics off the street? No, and I'll focus in on Tom Petty here for a second. He was on a tour, and he had had uh, a hip issue that was very painful. You know, and you got you got to be standing up, and he wasn't willing to cancel his concert date, so he was... The fentanyl was in the form of a patch that he had been subscribed, but... Prescribed. Prescribed. Mm-hmm. What did I say? Subscribed. Yeah, you can't subscribe to Fenton. No. You can't. Especially, you there's get... no unsubscribe button. Okay. So he had been prescribed this patch. And Tom Petty's family, I think, was suing uh, the, his, doctor. The, the doctor or the hospital saying that a guy who had an opioid, a history with opioid use or, or misuse should not have been prescribed fentanyl by a doctor. Is that correct? Right. Does so, the family have a point? They do. So all these but, all these things are highly controlled, and the doctors who prescribe them usually will ask patients to take a drug test like before they that's get... That's the norm? For fentanyl patches, absolutely. Uh, it, for so what, it was so the one, mixture the, of the prescription drugs that got Tom Petty and well, Prince let, as well. Let me just put it this way. The fentanyl patch is a long-term pain relief use type thing. So they you're going to be wearing it for, for several you know, weeks or, or whatever, and... It's not something that they give you just to take away the toothache for a little bit. So it's something that people will take chronically, and the doctor has to make sure you don't have a history of heroin abuse or drug abuse. So doctors routinely will ask their patients to to take a drug test or ask if they have any history of that. Now, so morphine, fentanyl, opium, heroin, they're all the same thing. Heroin, opium, uh, fentanyl, morphine—they all. But don't they say fentanyl is like many times stronger than heroin? About yeah, about a million times stronger. Um, that you're exaggerating, right? There's no, no. way that it's a million times. No, stronger. I'm. I just told you it's measured in micrograms. So when you take the same size of fentanyl and compare it to morphine or something else, you, you need, you know, almost a million times less. Yeah, the same. Prince also had. Like hip, a hip issue that was very painful, and a lot of people said it probably came from you know being on stage so much and being so active on stage. Yeah, absolutely. And that he was taking this painkiller so he could continue to perform. But I don't think there's any suggestion like, oh, he went out and got some kind of street drug from a dealer. Well, I tried it- to explain this situation, and you you I've, you've told me this before, where you're like, no, that's that's crazy. That's that's not what happens. But people get prescribed. Uh, opiates for injuries for their pain, and then they run out of the prescription. And the doctor won't refill and, it. Yeah. So what do those people do? Then they go. Well, I think if you're t- if you're rich enough, you could probably find. You know, you could doctor shop. Right? It's probably just easier to to find somebody and be like, oh, you you, you know somebody that has heroin. Well, get me heroin. Well, the Rolling Stone story that they wrote about this, you know. We lost Prince, and then about a year and a half later, Tom Petty. And there was just so many parallels, you know, that it was both mm-hmm. overdose, fentanyl 
uh, is what the families blamed. Both of them had hip injuries that they were dealing with. So he, Tom Petty was wearing this fentanyl patch, and then that night, I guess he was also doing other stuff. No, it just the the Rolling Stones story that I'm referring to. His family said it was a combination of drugs, and he had been prescribed all, all prescribed the, that's, drugs. That's yeah. what they're saying. You don't buy that? No, I do. No, oh, I absolutely do. do. Okay. Yeah, that's a big problem is if you have multiple doctors and they don't know what each other is prescribing, and sometimes patients do that on purpose. Sometimes pa- the patients will not tell the different doctors Right, exactly because they want to get more of the of stuff. Of whatever it is, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a big problem. All right. To the best of your knowledge, why is it 420 that has significance? <sighs> So I had always heard that the rumor came from some high school students who would meet out in a park or a wooded area at 420 every day, and that's where they would go smoke. That seems to be the one that people are settling on as, yeah, that's probably the most likely. There were competing theories. Somebody had said that a 420 was a local police code for marijuana. Oh, Oh. That turns out not to or be. Or a 420. Case. We got a 420. Yeah. They're saying the the idea that in the early 70s, students at San Rafael High School would meet out at a specific place on campus at 420, you know, after school. So when eventually, was this? Four, the 70s? 71. Wow. 71. And that just they would shorten it so teachers wouldn't know. 420? Hey, 420? 420? You doing 420? 420. 420. And they knew where, you know, I think it was like a statue. Uh, you know, some place on campus or uh, maybe off campus where these students would meet. It was a. It seemed like it was a big mystery for a while. Oh, maybe we'll never know. But now it really seems like the San Rafael High School story is the most widely accepted. Of what were the alternatives? What, what what other did, did people think it was? The Bob police coat. Bob Marley's oh. birthday. Some people said Hitler's birthday for some reason, which makes no sense. What? Why would you? Okay. I know. That one makes absolutely no sense. He was a big fan. Oh, he was He was he on all kinds of drugs. The but Buddha. Not, not weed. You know that about Hitler, right? Yeah, like he was he on meth. All, like meth bunch of basically meth. meth. Well, I think all the German soldiers had some form of amphetamines that they would, that they would be, have on them, but that he took a lot. Yeah, but they said at the end... You know, well, look, Hitler had a lot of issues, but contributing to that was like increased paranoia. You know, you might be paranoid because normally, as a oh, world dictator, right? Yeah, as a person who's committing carrying out a genocide, and you know that a lot of people are closing in on you, and the you know it's but the, the Russians co- on one side, the Americans and British from another. <laughs> but he, was but copious amounts of copious amounts meth of does not help methamphetamine. Yeah. Um, so today is four twenty day, and it looks like. By and large, they're going with this uh, San Rafael High School in California, 1971. Let's all meet at 420. Uh, let's do a look at the Mosho calendar and daily almanac of events. Just in the course of doing this, maybe we'll find out some other connection. Today is Banana Day. You ever heard of people smoking banana peels? Have you ever heard that before? <laughs> no. That's probably an urban legend, right? You can't. What? Somebody said if you smoke banana peels, you'd get really hot. I, I hesitate. I regret even saying it because I don't want to give anybody bad ideas. I hear it makes you co- like produces smoke and it makes you cough a lot. That's just smoke. Today is Chinese Language Day. 
。你好，你好，你好吗？你好，凯兰。Did you just learn that from watching that TV show? Ni hao, Kailan. <laughs> uh, Grandpa is Ye Ye. I thought it was Opa. No, that's something else. No, that's Gangnam Style. I learned a lot more <laughs> Spanish from Dora the Explorer than I did Chinese from Ni Hao. Leho ma. Ni Hao Kailan. Shay shay. Shay shay. Shay shay. Thank you. Thank you. I think.、Mm-hmm. Gung hey fat choy. What did you call me? I called you Happy New Year. Okay. <laughs> Today is National Cheddar Fries Day. Okay. Now somebody、Yum. needs to look out that connection to four twenty. <laughs> What is it? Cheddar fries.、Day? Cheddar fries day. And of course, National Pot Smoker or National Weed Day. Birthdays today. Here are celebrities whose birthdays fall on four twenty. Carmen Electra. Dennis Rodman's ex. And a smoke show from the two thousands. Absolutely, Carmen Electra is Carmen Electra is fifty today. Andy Circus is fifty-eight. Gollum turned fifty-eight yeah, today. Yeah, Gollum, Caesar in the Planet of the Apes movies. He's done everything. Oh, he's Alfred now. From the have you not seen the Robert Pattinson Batman? He's the Alfred. He's in the Marvel movies. He's Alfred. Yeah, you didn't know that. Did you see the、oh, Batman? No. Yeah, he, Andy Circus is Alfred in that one. Interesting. He turns fifty-eight. Also turning fifty-eight, Crispin Glover, who played George McFly in the Back to the Future movies. Crispin Glover turns fifty-eight as well. Get、uh, your he- damn hands off her, Biff! <laughs> you take your damn hands <laughs> off her, Biff! <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he also play a bunch of other weird characters like Willard? Yeah,、uh, the, bad the, guy in Charlie's Angels, Jack of Hearts in Alice in Wonderland with Johnny Depp. Oh yeah. Clint Howard, younger brother of Ron Howard, is sixty-three. He shows up in a lot of、uh, you know '90s movies. It just seems like Clint Howard would show up in a lot of different movies. Jessica Lang, who starred in most of the American Horror Stories, she got her start. Her first movie role was 1976's King Kong, and. She was critically panned. Like the word on Jessica Lange was, "Oh, they only put her in because she's so pretty."、Hmm. But if you've watched American Horror Story, I think you would agree Jessica Lange. Great, great is an American treasure.、Uh, Jessica Lange, seventy-three today. She still got it. Oh, does she ever? <laughs> <laughs> she can still. You guys, get I didn't、it. know you were that into Jessica Lange. Gorgeous. <laughs> Actor Ryan O'Neal is 81. So here's an interesting note.、Mm-hmm. In, in 2012, actor Ryan O'Neal got a diagnosis of stage four prostate cancer.、Oh, Nico, what is that usually when somebody gets stage four prostate? Well, stage、cancer? four of any cancer is pretty much the terminal or the end stage of it. Yeah, yeah. He's he's still around. Ten years later, Ryan O'Neal is still around somehow. And、uh, cultural icon George Takei, who played Sulu on Star Trek, is having a birthday today. He、oh、is eighty-five. My,、oh、my. In addition to four twenty day,、uh, a couple of dates in history. Twenty-three years ago, the Columbine High School massacre occurred 
in uh, Littleton, Colorado. An 18 and a 17-year-old student shot and killed a teacher and 12 of their classmates. 12 years ago, the Deepwater Horizon drilling rig exploded in the Gulf of Mexico. So 2010. Uh, 11 workers were killed and and over 200 million gallons of crude oil spilled into the Gulf. And it was one year ago, if we went back exactly 12 months to the day, former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was convicted on all charges and found guilty of murder in the death of George Floyd. That uh, was what was going on one year ago. Um, But it is 420 day. I guess the San Rafael High School, let's all meet up at 420, is... The official, is, yeah, it's, it's about as official as it could possibly get, I imagine. Merry Christmas. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Another cash code keyword headed your way in less than an hour. About a quarter past every hour is when we give out a new keyword. Enter as many keywords as you can through the KLAQ mobile app. Look for GoFundYourself. And Joanna, do you remember? Of course you do. I think you probably did it in entertainment news. A couple weeks ago, Kim Kardashian was saying she was really upset because her kid was playing a video game and saw an ad for oh, yeah. her sex tape. Her sex tape, which, what the heck? The kid was playing Roblox. How did an ad for that come up? Nico's well, dug into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm digging in. Um, did you know, though, that they had just made it this part of their show? Like the whole thing of her walking in and seeing the kid playing and seeing the sex ad. This was not like, oh, I'm so mortified. I'm going to sue these people. It was like, it's well, we're going incor- to include it in the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a scene from an episode of The Kardashians in which Kim and Kanye West's six-year-old son saw a pop-up advertisement featuring his mom's name while he was playing Roblox. Now, the game Roblox, it's not just a game that has all of the things set out and kids play it and that's the end of it. I got a it's question. actually a game that allows whoever plays it to make their own mini games inside. So it's like a programming tool for kids to program their own games inside of this Wait world. Wait a minute. Are you saying that Kim Kardashian's five-year-old put the ad of his mom's sex tape in his own video game? No, I, I didn't say that. I just, I'm saying that he could have been playing another user's game that they made, not one that was developed by the parent company of Roblox. You know, every time you say Roblox, I picture Minecraft for some reason. Mm, are they I similar mean, at all? No, not okay. at all. And the, they are open world. My daughter sense. was into both of them. So she went through her Minecraft phase, and then she went through Roblox, and then she went through Animal Crossing. Well, the only reason I bring... <laughs> <laughs> Joanna, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, definitely. The only reason I bring it up is today Roblox has confirmed it has banned a developer who created a game that advertised a new Kim Kardashian sex tape. Uh-oh. Why doesn't Roblox just make it a policy we're not going to advertise sex tapes yeah. on our kids, kids, kids video game? Kids are who are playing your game. I don't think it's them putting up those advertisements. I think it's the developer of the mini game inside of the Roblox who probably put it up. Yeah, but they don't have any way to say, well, probably we're not going to I mean, we're not going to let people monetize if they're hawking porn on a game designed for kids. But after hearing this audio and finding out, oh, they just included it in the show. It makes it really really hard to sincerely feel bad for Kim Kardashian. You want to hear it? I know Joanna does. <laughs> right, sure. Joanna? Yeah. 
So include this in the show, by all means. The last thing I want is for my pet. So, of course, you can see it on Hulu. New episodes streaming weekly. Also, my my sex tape you can find at... Right. This all That's where she made her money from. She did make some money from it, right? Are we are we sure about that? I, I, think, I think she that spri- once it, it was a springboard out, that she, she made, made all of the money from it. Yeah, once and, it got out, she kind of made it a thing to if you're going to be watching this, I'm going to be getting compensated for it. So she monetized it eventually. She monetized okay. it, it eventually. It wasn't like a revenge porn or anything. I I mean Ray J didn't just release it out of spite. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I think it was kind of calculated. And it was certainly the thing that, you know, a lot of people first heard the name Kim Kardashian because of the sex tape, right? Right. That's the that's if, the if this jump were off. It's it's hard to believe, first of all, that she wasn't a a willing participant in the release of this sex tape, and it's really hard to believe that she's that mortified if she includes it in the current show that's going on. Well, Roblox Roblox has confirmed that it banned the offending developer while clarifying that no explicit content had made it into the experience. The the reference video was never available on our platform. We have strict moderation and policies to protect our community, including zero tolerance for sexual content of any kind, which violates our community. Uh, It doesn't seem like it since there was... uh... Do you want to hear Kim uh, explaining the situation to Kanye West? I do, just because I don't want to have to watch this show. It is a personal point of pride that I've never watched an episode of a Kardashian right. you, anything. you can say that. You can't say you've never heard it before. <laughs> never heard an episode. If you're that upset, you stop the cameras, right? <laughs> I mean, if it's really that traumatizing and you definitely don't want to draw attention to it, you say, I think hey. they have like a con- contract that's like, no, the cameras have to keep rolling through every of them. Yeah moment of this. Then how do you stand it's up? It's their and then production pe- company. Right. They produce it themselves now. How do you walk by the cameraman and not feel embarrassed? <laughs> like, I'm They've sorry. done it for the past like 14 years. I think they're Yeah, fine. that's a good point. All I'm saying is it seems, it seems very, very put on. Yeah. Well, Especially your kids. And then you're just including the kids in a conversation about your sex tape and you're t- using the picture. That They were going to have to have that conversation eventually. with them. Yeah, but where's eventually. Child Protective Services that you're doing this all out in the open? That just seems You un- really think Child Protective Services should be called the on The kids them. seem fine. They have a nanny. <laughs> well, I'm not saying they're starving or they're dirty. Right. It's I'm emotional just that, abuse. Right. <laughs> I want to hear the rest of her conversation with Kanye. Oh, look oh out. Oops, Let sorry. our S word go through there. Yep, sorry. We've got to cut it off. Yep. I heard and the this was her on was the phone with Kanye? Yeah. <laughs> I feel you, fam. Is probably what he said. What? <laughs> he was probably <laughs> like, um, I feel you, fam. How's, is that your Kanye? How's Skeet doing? <laughs> that is an awful Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> what is he? Go- what is the huh from? I don't know. He doesn't do that. When Chris Red impersonates Kanye on Saturday Night Live, he does it like that. <laughs> You're doing Chris Pam? Red's impression of the impression of Kanye? That's right, fam. <laughs> yeah, I'm just doing Chris Red's impression of Kanye. Your impression is an impression of Chris Red's impression of. Yeah. I feel Jay I feel like Jay Farrow did something similar when he did. <laughs> You're like a nesting doll of impressions. Yeah, sure. Well, I. Uh, you want to hear my impression of Dana Carvey impersonating George H.W. Bush? Sure. Okay. 
Not going to do it. <laughs> Not going to do it. Nice. A thousand points of light. You realize that's what most amateurs do. If they do an impression, they do an impression of an impressionist. Doing Thank the you impression. for showing us what amateurs do. <laughs> Is it weird that this makes me want to watch the Kardashian thing? Like It's troubling. I think everybody's watching just because they're waiting for <laughs> Pete Davidson to finally show up. Yeah, that's going to be a big reveal. Also, it was kind of fun to watch her cry face right now. I don't know why. It was just entertaining. It's on my cry face. It was on Roblox. It's upsetting. It was on Roblox. And, are you getting my good side? Uh, oh, let's do that again. Let's do another take. Oh, you don't hate how you hate how fake it is. I hate that if you're that traumatized that you're putting your kid on television going through all this. I Yeah, it's like the fakest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I feel like if somebody really was the victim of a revenge sex tape, you should have some sympathy for them, but when they are just riding it to the finish line like this, I mean when mm-hmm. they're monetizing it and this Oh, they probably they're they they're the producers of the thing. They have complete creative control. Yeah, but like this. Joanna said, they've been doing it for fourteen years. I mean, they're professionals yeah. at it. They're professionals. I feel bad for the kids. Well, they're gonna be professionals. <laughs> they have no choice in the matter. Did you hear the part where like Kim is upset and then the little boy, Saint? Yep. Is like trying to explain. Oh, it's it's something on the game. I didn't do it. It's I didn't create that character. What the hell? What a coincidence that it's suddenly on Saints game. Right. The producers are all bringing it up. Here's, like, a, Here's yeah. Saint, play hey, with Hey, Saint, this. come over. Play with this game. Right. <laughs> I could see that happening. I, I could see a producer just yeah, grabbing sure. Hey, up. come over here and play this game. Your mom's going to show up in a second. <laughs> show it to your mommy. God. Would that be awful? It's a conversation she was gonna eventually gonna have yeah, to have but with it's those some, kids. But this is terrible parenting, right? I mean, I don't know. They have a lot them. of money. Yeah. <laughs> does money equal I'm, parenting? No. They probably you have think really it does? good nannies who are doing the raising. If they had a real good nanny, the nanny would say, "I can't in good conscience allow this to go on." I'm calling child protective if services. If I were a nanny with the kid, the Kardashians, and they were paying me the amount that they pay. I would look the other way. And be what like, is uh? I don't know how Saint got that iPad with the Roblox on it. I totally had no idea. The producers are paying me on the side. What does Steve think of the Kardashians? <laughs> I think Steve is here because he's finally gonna like. You want to smoke a little weed finally, Cappy? <laughs> it's four twenty. Happy four twenty. Oh, that's right. Four twenty. <laughs> that's not why you're here. No. But you know what's interesting? Our second segment of Sports Talk starts at 4.20. So we will be on oh, air at 4.20 420. on 4.20. That is hilarious. Which means we'll have to play probably a Bob Marley song coming out of the break. Um, what do you think? Is that probably the most iconic uh, <laughs> uh, musician? Um, but definitely. About? Reggae in general. Buzz, yeah. play that one song. I, I, I think so. That would be Play good. that one song Joanna wants. I like that one song. Which one? The stoner music. Yeah, there we go. Play this, Steve. Yeah, man. yeah, man. Lively up yourself. It's Bumbleclat down in Trinchtown. Great audio quality, by that the way. Is, Nicely done. Do you know which? Yeah. Uh, do you know which music bed this is? What song this music bed is from? No, Every right. reggae song ever. 
Oh, that's the name of the song? Yeah, this oh, is cool. every reggae song ever. I love that one. That's great. I shot the sheriff. Okay, you brought up something important, though. <laughs> all of them. You brought up something important when you said, maybe Steve will finally partake. Never did Steve's it. Steve's never even never touched a tobacco cigarette. He's never touched a smokable <gasps> you anything. You guys should invite him to your super secret 420, 420 smoke out party. No way, man. It's only for um, non-narcs. Non-narcs. Yeah. Um, Steve's not a narc. Listen. I'm he has not, to prove it. Um. I've, prove it. I have. You got to smoke this, dude. I have. To prove you're not a narc. <laughs> Price have, of admission. If you do not smoke this, we have a problem. I have zero interest in smoking yeah. uh, with you. Uh, just so you know. Wait, wait. None. Would you have any interest in smoking with anybody? Well, I mean, like, okay. So Is there if, a part of you that would like to try it someday? If I am on, let's just say, a vacation. <laughs> have you in, tried in, it in, since Hang the, on. It doesn't Jam- have to be and, smoking. And, and, and may I mean, maybe Didn't I'm you go on vacation Jamaica. to Jamaica? No, 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 no he wasn't that on was that Buzz. trip. That was both of his brothers yeah, and yeah. me and our yeah. girlfriend. Well, my girlfriend. At the, at the time. time yeah. yeah, that's right. When you got back, when you brought back something that was, uh, let's just say, legendary uh, from that particular stop in trip. Jamaica. The herb. I don't know how you... Buzz in dreadlocks? No, but Buzz apparently like... <laughs> I was. There are pictures of me in dreadlocks. What happened? You like disappeared for like five minutes and you came back with, no, with no, like no. the greatest you, okay. stash in the history of mankind? Am I able to bring this... I won't mention any names, but they're definitely your brothers, so... <laughs> I mean, my, hopefully my mom's not listening, but that's all right. You know, it's it was years ago. Yeah. They have like cookies now. Yeah, there's... Like, okay, like, yeah. If you want to enjoy a nice... Tea, you can so many easier ways drink to drink the it. pot. Yeah. What, Cookies. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna wait for like uh, somebody like really important, like Willie Nelson, if he was here? No, if Willie Nelson invited and, me to partake, yeah, I, if he, I, but, I don't think I would say no to Willie. I think that's a okay, legend. There here's, you go. Here's All right, we know somebody. Yeah. You know, I was saying Steve's position had been that he'd never tried marijuana of any kind. That's correct. It sounds now maybe you're hedging on that. Have no. you tried an edible? No, I haven't. Never. I've not tried an edible. No. Have you ever been close to somebody like at a Santana concert and got a contact high? Possibly. I've been. Um, oh, please. I, I, I should, have you ever I should, felt I should, like I shouldn't say this, but I used to work on this radio show in the mid '90s, and there was one person in particular that every time the show was over, uh, would, you know, would yeah go get blasted. Not yeah. me. And the, uh, I was very innocent. And I was, and I was, I was in the very innocent. And it was like it was like riding what? with Cheech and Chong back in those days. Oh my God! This, remember when Tommy would when Tommy Chong would come in? Yes. Did you try any of those brownies that a listener brought him one Did time? Did you accidentally no. eat a brownie, Buzz? No. I, Buzz probably I did. ate a brownie because a listener brought him in because Tommy Chung. And the listener just dropped him off and somebody came back, or the receptionist at the time. It's like, a listener brought this by. And I'm like, uh, you know, I can't vouch you know, for the listener. I, I didn't put two and two together. Before I know it, Tommy's already eaten the thing. He's like, oh, they're good, man. <laughs> you got to try one. <laughs> now, that's a good Tommy impression. That's hilarious. So I tried them, hilarious. and they were the most delicious brownies. Like, they just yeah. were moist and perfect and delicious, yeah. so I had, like, four of them. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I did not know right. that they were marrow. I swear to God. Were you in, like, a weed, I thought somebody were you in like a weed coma for a couple hours, or no? I thought I was dying. I, I four was, is a lot. I mean, that's, first I was, off, you're probably hungry. I was very... <laughs> The effect was great. <laughs> Let's just put it you that You know the way. funniest but, thing? I have, I've said on the air numerous times, okay, I am 100% for the legalization of marijuana. 100% for. I still have no plans to smoke it. 
I mean, it's like cool. cigarettes are legal. I'm not going to sure. pick up a pack and start smoking cigs. So, uh, you know, it's Good it's for fun. you, Steve. It, uh, you are proving the point that it doesn't have to be something that is pushed on people. It is just something that you choose to do if you want to. Listen, and, and I'll tell you something else, okay? When it comes to healing effects of marijuana, it's unbelievable when you think about what, if you really take the plant apart, what it does and what it can do. So Wait, the, now the, you are the, talking like a big-time stoner. No, I, now you're, no. Now you're t- I just like how Steve said, I was working on some show in the mid 90s like it's yeah well, this show like it's this show i mean this show it's not it's not a uh, well because buzz was talking about you know secondhand and i'm like uh yeah that was the uh those are the, okay, those but are the to days. be clear it was you're not talking about me back the, then back then for the second hand smoke no uh no no yeah. i was leave it at that yeah okay just leave it at leave that. it at that no did you come by with a sports related note steve no i was just everybody said to come on in i'm like okay fine I'll, I'll i'll be more than happy to drop in i'm in the building i've been in the building for an hour so i was invited by nico um to, to stop you by. were waged in yes yes yeah, i mean come on why not uh, um, another miners sport- in the transfer portal so can't take now, kennedy right yeah there's now i think nine or ten of them in the portal but didn't we get one like from nmsu we did mario mckinney jr who um, is a former uh, Mr. Missouri. He was the number one player in the state of Missouri back in 2019, played last Mr. year for Basketball the for the state Mr. of Missouri. Mr. Basketball. You made it sound like he's a bodybuilder. Like, oh, that'd be oh, awesome, Mr. Mr. Missouri. Well, yeah. you know, what I've, what I've been told, okay, freakish athlete, could jump out of a gym. So uh, apparently, like when he takes off, he can get like 40-plus inches on his vertical, and he just will slam a basketball like there's no tomorrow. So we could have the greatest dunker since Mark McCall. Mark McCall. And Remember when McCall played with the Globetrotters? I do. The Globetrotters I were do. just here, and Mark McCall was one Saturday. of the Globetrotters. That's right. That's exactly uh, right. Let's take a break. We'll come back, and we'll we'll talk more, okay? Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait All to hear right. what else you're going to talk about. Um. Yeah, weed probably. I mean, <laughs> just one more segment. It's probably going to be heavily 420. I like that. You've really come full circle over the years, by the way. Congratulations. <laughs> you're just, you know, all anything that you're saying, Steve, is based on secondhand knowledge, right? Just like secondhand smoke. There you you're go. Just picking it up someplace else. <laughs> Not from me. All right. Uh, I got a list of movies that are like. Uh, Stoner movies, but not really obvious stoner movies. So I just want oh. to run them by you and tell me if you think this is a stoner movie. And I have the best stoner kids TV show of all time to talk about. Also, Yo Gabba back. Gabba. Bingo. There Interesting you go. that you both knew. Yo Gabba <laughs> Gabba. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. By the end, if you, if you eat four brownies that were left for Tommy Chong, Yo Gabba Gabba is you trying to talk. <laughs> Let's take a break, and we'll come back with one more segment of the Buzz Adams Morning Show right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We're going to start uh, wrapping things up, but less than half an hour away from the next Q cash code. Go fund yourself on the KLAQ mobile app. Uh, I've got an article of movies that I picked out that that aren't your first go-to for a stoner movie. You know, your first go-to is Half-Baked. Or your highness. Cheech and Chong up in yeah, smoke. Yeah, Cheech and Chong up in smoke. So you can check mine out at klaq.com. Let me just hit you with some movies from a BuzzFeed article. Is The Matrix a good sto- a mo- movie to watch, Stone? Absolutely. Yeah, it's freaky. It's good to watch anywhere. I mean, uh, yeah. whether you're stoned or sober, but I'm sure Stone makes it a little better. A lot of those movies, though, I feel like if if you need to follow a complex plot, 
it's probably not the best movie. Actually, I can't talk about what's good to watch, Stone. I've never been stoned. <laughs> yeah. So I'll yeah. be honest with you, I am completely out of this conversation. Well, you're not wrong. You're saying if you enjoy the movie anytime, then you probably will enjoy it. Yeah. Big Lebowski seems like a that, classic. That seems it's like a classic. classic. Yeah. You go with Big Lebowski. You know what is, I, I saw this list that you're putting up and... The list that I put up? No, I'm sorry, one? this one that you're going through. Yeah. And it has several anime that are, would, would be really, really good, but you're not even going to go through those because you don't know anything about them. Now, um, I'll ask the two of you this question. Would, you, would Star Wars be good to watch stoned? <laughs> yeah. Especially if you've already seen it, yeah, it'll just make it a different experience probably. You think you'll be hilarious? You're just laughing like you see all those little creatures and 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 aliens. You know, just start thinking it's the funniest I watched, thing I've ever seen. Or you Phantom, might cry when I you w- find out he's his father. I watched Phantom Menace for the first time in like 15 years. How was it? Just as good? It, no, it hasn't aged well. <laughs> I mean, the the all the Jar Jar Binks. Misa like, thinks you were crazy. I, like I guess I had forgotten how much I hated that character of Jar Jar Binks. But watching Phantom Menace after not seeing it for 15 years. Really drives it home, like how bad that. Like was. that one. That one's a good one. Howl's, Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah, anything from Studio Ghibli. They got a lot of Tarantino movies on this list. They've got Kill Bill Volume One. They've got Pulp Fiction. I say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood just for yeah. that kick-ass '60s soundtrack, man. I haven't seen that movie. Oh my god! Get totally blasted and watch Once Upon you a really Time should. in Hollywood. It's really, really good. Is it um, good sober? <laughs> yeah, no, it's oh, really yeah. good. It's really good. Being John Malkovich, I don't, think I, I don't think I could deal with being John Malkovich. That's Stone. the one where like there's a, a hole in his head, right? That somebody can live in. John Cusack crawls through a hole and then becomes John Malkovich. Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, that would be. Man, I don't know. Maybe Spaceballs. S- that yes, Spaceballs absolutely. Super Troopers. Can I tell you? The schnozberries taste like schnozberries. That may be the only way to watch Super Troopers because. I, I, I saw forgot. it in a theater, and I got up after five minutes and walked out of the theater because I, for- I hated it so bad. Yeah, I forgot that you're one of the Super Trooper haters. It's a, an amazing <laughs> movie, uh, sober. It's great. Anytime. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Should that be included? Yeah, definitely. Doctor Strange. You, that's, that should be included just for the visuals of Doctor Strange. That almost seems like you'd want to be on something a little more psychedelic. Than just pot. Well, okay, this is well the a- new one especially because if you look at the new one, that looks like it's going to oh, be the ultimate. Oh yeah. Look, this isn't a place for us to advocate anything other than four twenty. You you're not comfortable advocating anything except nope. Mushrooms grow out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Moonrise Kingdom, or anything from Wes Anderson. On my list, I picked a completely different Wes Anderson movie though. I picked Grand Budapest Hotel, which is. A visual wonder. Also, it features pre-Spider-Man Flash Thompson. Interstellar. Man. I don't think you could understand Interstellar. I didn't understand it stone sober. Donnie Darko seems like a bad trip, but it's on the list, nonetheless. Did Doctor Strange make it twice? (laughs) How did Doctor Strange... Yeah. Doctor Strange. Somebody wrote this high because they put Doctor Strange on twice. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's just how good that movie is. Pink Floyd, The Wall. I do not think that would be a good experience. Is that Stone. a movie? Yeah. What's it a movie of? 
Well, it's got Bob Geldof stars, and I don't know, like at one point he falls asleep with a cigarette, and the cigarette burns all the way down, and it's just, and then it's got a bunch of Pink Floyd songs. It's a movie that's, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe it is good to watch down. Did you guys already bring up Clockwork Orange? That would that'd be good. That would be scary to watch. That would be scary to watch. Oh, they got Palm Springs, the Andy Samberg movie that was on Hulu a couple years ago. It's like an updated version of Groundhog's Day. It, yeah, it's like yeah. an updated right. Groundhog's Day. lives the same day over. I like Andy Samberg. Is it good? Buzz I thought it was good, it. and I recommended it to Lisa because she can't tell you enough that she's from Palm Springs, <laughs> and the whole thing is that this movie's called Palm Springs. No, she, she was like, like, it wasn't really Palm that's Springs? That's not even Palm Springs. That's Palm Desert. Uh, did you hear about the Easter scam in Florida? No. A bunch of parents signed up and gave money to a company called Egg My Yard, and they were supposed to come over and bring dozens and dozens of eggs and hide them, and everything was going to be set up. That's a cool business. They never showed up. So here are some parents talking about there was no candy, there were no toys, there was supposed to be a note from the Easter Bunny. Nope, it was a Facebook scam, and they just took the money and ran. All right, so it was just a, a Facebook scam. No that eggs, sucks. no basket, no candy, nothing. You know what's not a scam? Passover. Thank you very much <laughs> for this chocolate-covered matzo, Steve. Here you go, Buzz. A little for you, too. There is a little special Passover oh, surprise. That's still going on, or is it over? Yeah, it's, uh, I think it goes on through the weekend, Okay, actually. How do you like that? Mm. If it were Easter candy, it would be my least favorite Easter candy, but... Because it's Passover? <laughs> because it's Passover, it's my most favorite Passover candy. It's better than regular matzo. Mm-hmm.